You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Friday, everyone. I hope you had a great week. I know I did. On today's show, we are going to dive into a discussion on future NFL draft picks. I'm going to look at Boston College's roster and look at players I believe could be heading to the NFL in a couple of years because obviously there's a few this year. Let's look at the future and see where Boston College has. And then it, you know, being Friday and there's not a lot of news out there because, you know, hockey, basketball, and football are all done. I had a little fun uh, segment that I want to do where I'm going to look at five breweries I would love to see at Alumni Stadium slash Conti Forum. So you're going to want to hear that. If you if you like talking beer and you want to hear my thoughts and you know I'm kind of a beer snob, uh, you're going to want to hear that third segment where I talk about some breweries, and they're all going to be local ones, that I would love to see at uh, Boston College. And as always, we're going to kick off today's show with the news. And we're going to look at Boston College news from the last 24 hours. So there was some news. It wasn't a lot. Um... Jerome Robinson was waived by the Washington Wizards. Now, Robinson, I, I wrote about it on bcbulletin.com. I'm the editor and publisher of the site. Um, he was a 13th pick in the 2018 draft out of Boston College and has really kind of had a disappointing career in the NBA. You know, three out of two out of his three seasons, he's averaged only four points, uh, you know, starting with the Clippers, now with the Wizards. He really hasn't found his place and, and his his career kind of flamed out. Now, the Wizards, I think they're just in buyout land where they're just trying to get rid of players and shed uh, contracts. You know, so Jerome Robinson, he could find someplace else. I'm not honestly sure he will. Um, I'm not sure he's going to find a a suitor that's going to want to pick up that contract and and bring him on board. But um, it's kind of a sad story because you want it when he was at Boston College. I mean, we all remember that Notre Dame game where he scored 46 points. He looked like an NBA player. Um, and it just hasn't, it just has not really panned out in, in at the pro level. So uh, best of luck to Jerome. I hope he finds a place to play. Um, and, you know, there's only two uh, BC players, and I totally flaked out on this. And I admit, on bcbulletin.com, I said there was only one active Boston College player, and that was Jared Dudley, who's actually out with an MCL tear. Um, but there's two. I, someone, uh, OP435, uh, three, three, brought it up uh, that uh, Reggie Jackson's out there, too. I totally forgot about him. Uh, so there's two players, and Kai Bowman and Robinson, who were you know the backcourt for Jim Christian, are both out of the NBA now. But even if Robinson can't play in the NBA, I would be wouldn't be surprised if he finds a career in Europe. Boston College football added another staff member to their roster, uh, hiring Drew. I think it's Christ. I'm not sure if it's Christ. It's spelled like Christ. Um, from Ohio State, he's he's going to be a special team assistant under Matt Thurin. Now. Christ or Christ uh, was going to be, uh, you know, he was rumored to come along with Halfley when Halfley was originally hired. So this is a nice get for Boston College. And, uh, you know, as a special team assistant, this is good. You know, you're getting a guy from Ohio State. He was a defensive quality control coach with the Buckeyes last year. Um, and you, you get a guy who has, you know, obviously good program caliber talent. And this is just one of those positions, you know, BC when Jeff Halfley was hired, was given more money to hire and, and, and fill out these um, assistant 
assistant roles, and they, and Chris will be one of those guys. So, you know, BC continues to add more coaches to do more things for the roster, and uh, Chris or Christ will be one of those guys. This weekend, Boston College Baseball plays NC State in a three-game series at uh, the Harrington Village. And this is a series that Boston College needs to um, really, a sweep would be beautiful for Boston College and really kind of switch the momentum of the season. BC is 14 and 13 and 4 and 11 overall. NC State's 11 and 11 and 5 and 10. So, you know, NC State's just like a tick over Boston College. So, BC, if they go out there and sweep them, they'd be in good shape. Now, Friday is the uh, ninth annual ALS game. That's at 3 p.m. And that game will be on the ACC network. That's going to be Mason Pelio against Reed Johnson, who's 2 and 1 with 4 3 rec- uh, ERA. Pelio has a 3 and 3. Uh, record with a 6.06 ERA, but remember last weekend against Virginia Tech, he had a nice outing. So if Pelio could, you know, put these two game, uh, you know, another start together, and and she and I thought looked electric. So you got two good starters going back and back, and then the third game is going to be TBA versus TBA. They don't have a uh, a um, starter name for either team on that game. Now all these th- uh, those last two games are going to be on the ACC Network Extra, which means if you have a computer or phone, just head on over to ESPN.com and you can find them or the app. It's easy to find. Um, last time they met, um, NC State was number one in the country. NC State won two out of three, but Pelio salvaged the series with a two seven and two thirds innings of one run ball, and uh, that was last year. So that was a big series for them. So. Uh, BC just got to win, baby. Uh, this is what it's all about. They got to figure out a way to get two, possibly three wins. They got to sweep NC State to get to really set themselves up. Because if they, I mean, if they finish, you know, seventeen and thirteen after this weekend, uh, they're in much better shape. So they hope for that. And then finally, the last BC related news for sports is, um, and some of you are going to yell at me and say it's not sports is. This weekend's WrestleMania and former Boston College soccer player Kofi Kingston. That's his. Uh, his wrestler name will be wrestling on one of the nights of WWE's uh, wrestling showcase. It'll be him and other uh, the other New Day member Xavier Woods against AJ Styles and Osmo or Osmos. I don't know how to say his name. Uh, he's a huge dude, and I, 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 you know, a couple of years ago, Kofi Kingston had his big moment where he won the world title against Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania and it was a big feel good moment for, you know, him. I got a feeling this is not going to go that way. Now, the New Day, which is what Kofi's tag team uh, is titled, have that they have the title right now and I just don't expect them to leave WrestleMania with that. But WrestleMania is just fun. I mean, if even if you're not a big wrestling fan, I I love watching uh, just guys just doing the stuff that, that they do. So that check that out if you, if you have Peacock, it's on that. Um, but that's one our my little off the beaten path sports news of the day. Now in a moment, I'm gonna look at NFL draft prospects on the current Boston College roster, and we'll talk a little bit about that in just a moment. But first, let's talk about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, so is college basketball, but the NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. With real-time odds, you can bet on anything you can imagine. Hey, you can bet on WrestleMania this weekend. I know it's all um, predetermined, but... You can gamble on it if you want to. Head on over to the website or use our mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you need to use is promo code LOCKEDON. Again, betonline.ag. 
Sign up with Locked On as your promo code, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Have you checked out Locked On Today yet? It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, who brings in local experts to talk about all the great things happening in sports in under 20 minutes. Check out Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. If you've not done so already, find us on YouTube, where I've been starting to upload videos. I'm going to do chats on there, do all sorts of great things that you're going to want to check out. Just look up BC Bulletin, and you can find my YouTube page there. Now, I, I, I created my own little project the other day, and I was thinking to myself, okay, so Boston College has four possible draft prospects in the 2021 draft. You have Max Richardson, Isaiah McDuffie, Max Roberts, and Hunter Long all in the draft for this upcoming class. And, you know, it seems small, you know, though in, in retrospect, it's kind of similar to what you'd expect from a Boston College class. I just, I just, I guess you have Hunter along and then three guys that could go, you know, in the seventh round or undrafted. So to me, it seems like it's a small group. So I wanted to experiment and look ahead at the players on the roster now and see who could be, you know, draft prospects in years in the future. Now, this could be 2022, 2023, heck, 2024. Given that last year didn't count, some of these guys may uh, stick around longer than expected. So I went down the roster and I looked at guys that could get drafted. Now, there are freshmen on this team and guys that haven't even played yet that I did not put on this list. So guys like, I've heard, you know, Ozzy Trapillo, you know, he's a, he's a redshirt freshman. I've heard, you know, he could be a first round draft pick if he project if he progresses the way that I've heard he could go, um, but I don't know what he's capable of, and I can't project out based off of not seeing him play. Same thing with guys like C.J. Burton, Drew Kendall, kids that haven't played yet. You, you know, I gotta go with what I've seen. So I came up with a list of players and kind of thought of at this point in their career, what round could they get drafted. And basically, I'm not going to go through each round. I'm going to just kind of go around each unit and discuss where guys could go. So let's start with the defense because the offense is going to be the more explosive one where we're going to get into some really interesting conversations. So there are three guys on, or four guys, excuse me, on the defense that I think of as NFL draft prospects, like guys that could actually get drafted. So, first of all, you look at the linebackers, there's no proven guys at, on that level at, at this point. You can't say anyone in the linebacker core is ready to get drafted. They could Obviously, they could grow. We don't know that, though. Same thing with defensive line. You got Marcus Valdez and Brandon Barlow, who I think of more as undrafted free agents that could, you know, find a spot in camp. Same thing with Chibuzi and Wuka. Um, you know, the one that I would look at as a possible guy that could grow into is Cam Horsley, but I haven't seen enough of him yet. Like, I need to see a full season of him as a starter before I would say that, hey, he could be, you know, an NFL draft prospect. So he doesn't get it yet. He could get there, but I just don't see it. There is just a load of talent on that defensive um, backfield, though, and that's where we're going to talk about. And there's four names I want to watch for. And, and I should preface this to say, all of the transfers that have come in, I'm not sure of yet. You know, Isaiah Graham Mobley, Jaden Lars Woodby. I need to see what they can do in this defense before I'd say either of them could be. And very well, they could be. I just, again, just don't know. So my first one 
on the defensive backfield is Elijah Jones. I love him as a court, uh, nickel corner. I think he's very good. Um, I, th- I And I can see him, conti- he just continues to grow. So he's in year three now with Boston College. Um, with Jeff Halfley and Azar Abdul Rahim teach, coaching and, and really working him up, I think he could easily become a, a draft pick at some point. Um, and so he'd be one. I, and I don't, I don't know where he would fall yet. I just, I just think Elijah Jones can do it. And then, you know, you have another pair of quarterback cornerbacks, Brandon Sebastian. I, I still think he's going to grow into, you know, uh, an NFL cornerback. I love the way he plays. He's a leader on the defense. He's big. He's tall. He's he's cocky. He's he's got all. He's got it all. So Brandon Sebastian, and I think he could jump into like a fourth round, third round draft pick. So, um, love him. The biggest defensive back, and I, it would have shocked me before this year, but he wowed me last year. Was Josh DeBerry? Um, I think he has every every potential to really become an elite ACC defender, and that'll get him into the conversation of being drafted in the at the NFL level. So, I, honestly, out of those three, I think D, um, Josh DeBerry probably has the highest ceiling right now for a defensive back. Now, one that the my other defensive player that could get drafted that kind of, you know, came out of left field for me last year is Deion Jones. And Deion Jones for me, he, you know, what he, I was told by some BC staff that he's the best defensive player they had last year. And he you know, was all over the field. He's good in run defense. He he's physical. He can defend. He can make plays. Now he's got another year ahead of him, and I could see him really growing to be a, an elite safety. So Deion Jones, I think, is going to be exciting. So you got four defensive backs right now that could get drafted. So that's exciting. Now on the offensive side of the ball, there is a ton of offense, and I don't even know where to start. So let's just start with the offensive line. All five guys. <laughs> I think all five offensive linemen could get drafted. You know, of, of all of them, um, Christian Mahogany probably would be the lowest draft pick at this point. But you have Alex Lindstrom, who's probably going to be a fourth-round draft pick. You have Zion Jones, who, if he goes back to tackle, could be a first- or second-round draft pick. Tyler Vrabel, same thing. You have Penn Petrula, who's probably fourth- or fifth-round draft pick. So you get all five of your, your offensive linemen who are going to get drafted. I, I would I, – Mahogany is a question mark, but I think he'll grow into it. I would bet all five of those guys get drafted. So you have that. Then you look at the um, – the wide receiver group, and you have all the talent there too. C.J. Lewis, he, he's getting there. I don't know. I don't know how he would, you know, look in terms of tangibles, but he's tall and he can get balls. So he could, you know, I, I was surprised when a finding Moma got drafted. I could see C.J. Lewis as a more productive um, pro wide receiver than Moma, and that could happen. Uh, you have Jalen Gill, who still hasn't really found his next gear. And when he finds that, I think he could be a draft. You know, when you get speed like Gil has, forget about it. You have on top of that Kobe White. You know, he's fringy. But, you know, sixth or seventh round draft pick, I could see it. And then you got your two elite ones, other than the offensive line. You have Zay Flowers and Phil Dracovic. So the knock on Zay is going to be his size. He's 5'9", which is the knock you're hearing about Devonta Smith right now. 
Um, and I don't know if Devonta Smith will shatter that mold, but I think that'll knock Zay Flowers down to probably like a fourth round draft pick at some point. Um, and he'll be a he'll be a steal, but I think he's gonna probably be a fourth round draft pick. And Dracovic. Now Dracovic is an interesting one because we still need to see how much more he can develop. Because if he continues to develop the way that he's playing, he's going to be a first-round draft pick. I, I, I really, truly believe Djokovic could be a first-round draft pick if he continues to build on what he's doing. He's got good arm strength. He's got good decision-making. He's built like a freaking brick house. Um, he can run. He can move. He can do everything you want. I mean, you know, the, the, the comps for him is Ben Roethlisberger. And how many teams out there want a Ben Roethlisberger right now? A lot, Will. So I think Dracovic really probably has the highest upside in terms of a draft pick of anyone other than that offensive line. So let's see where he goes with that. So do you agree with me? Disagree with me? I'd love to hear about it. Head on over to BC Bulletin. We have a comment section on BC Bulletin. Every single day, I post this podcast on the site. And there's a comment section. If you scroll down some of those obnoxious ads, there's something called Discuss. And you can sign in with your uh, Facebook or Twitter. And you can say, hey, AJ, that's that's load of baloney. I think Djokovic's a third-round draft pick. Or Zay's going to actually, you know, he's going to win the Bolitnikov. He's going to be a first-round draft pick. Let me hear about it. I'd love to hear what you have to say. So check out the, the podcast uh, post on bcbulletin.com. Now, in a moment... I'm gonna t- I'm gonna get off of sports for a second, and I'm just gonna have fun. I do this every day, and this is something I want to talk about. We're gonna talk about beer. You know, it was National Beer Day. We're gonna talk about that in just a moment. But before we do, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and covered in 100% chocolate, and they have 18 amazing flavors that you need to try out. Now, I've tried out, they had a special limited edition white chocolate um, birthday cake and um, uh, raspberry cheesecake that I uh, are, were amazing. But they have their original flavors too that are also awesome. Things like uh, cookies and cream and uh, mint brownie and double chocolate. You name it, they have it. They're just amazing. And it's great for the health, health conscious guy or gal. Now, when you go to builtbar.com and enter the code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now let's talk about the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. It's April and the Locked On NFL Network of Podcasts is shifting into draft mode. April 19th through the 26th, tune in to the NFL Mock Draft 2021, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Stay tuned for more info about where you can find the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Odyssey and the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black here. Now, if you followed me since my days at BC Interruption, you know I am a beer guy. I People call me a beer snob. I have not had a Bud Light in probably 10 years. Coors Light, probably 20. And I am I loved microbrews. I make it a habit to check out different breweries, to check out different microbrews. Uh, like, I try out everything. Um, and I love to, 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 you know, my father-in-law, my dad, we all like, you know, well, before the pandemic, it was always like a weekend thing to go hit up a brewery and check out what their offerings were. So a couple of years ago, when Boston College started offering um, alcohol in the stadium and before I would hit the press boxes, not, not when I was in the press, I was saying like when I had regular tickets, um, I was stoked. I was really pumped to see what Boston College would offer. And 
I'm not going to say I was disappointed, but their offerings were kind of weak. Um, and it got better. Second year, it got, definitely got better. But um, it offered, I believe, you know, Bud Light, Coors Light, you know, all the light beers, you know, the, the domestics. And then they, they said they had Sam Adams, but they had Sam Adams 76, which I think is garbage. And um, they had Har- – but they had Harpoon, which was great. I love Harpoon. Um, and I, I'm a big Sam Adams regular lager, but they didn't have that. And Sam Adams summer <laughs> in, in September is probably one of the best beers you can just have when you're outside. It's awesome. So I was hoping for those, and um, they've kind of changed. I, I believe they now have a bunch of different offerings. Um, and I, I think they have Whale's Tales now there, which is one of my favorite beers, um, just as a just a regular drinking beer. But today I wanted to talk about five beers or breweries, actually, more specifically breweries, I would love to see at Alumni Stadium. Now, my vision, if you were to think about like, oh, what would be a great new addition to to Alumni Stadium? Now, when you look at Alumni Stadium, they have that open area in one of the end zones, like in the upper deck, where they have that grill, uh, which has one of my favorite, um, you know, concessions those grilled sausages are some of my favorite like if you had a couple beverages and you needed some food the sausage with peppers and onions there i mean bc doesn't do it for me in terms of food but that my gosh got me through many games um but what i would love to see them do with that area because it's it's got like the sausage stand and then nothing else up there is to turn that into a beer garden so here are five breweries that are some of my favorites they're all in new england because it's Boston College, I want to see New England breweries up there. So I'm not going to say... I mean, I could tell you breweries from all over the country that I'd love. But these are five just from this area that I would love to see at Alumni Stadium. Now, they're going to be heavy on the IPA. I apologize about that. But a lot of breweries are. But some of these these companies also have great other offering. And I'm going to go in order of some of the beers that I like. Number five, we're going to go to Vermont for Alchemist. Now, if you have not had the heady topper you have missed one of the best beers in new england it's a ipa it's very heavy on the uh, alcohol content but it is delicious and it's one of the rarest beers to find you can't really find it in a lot of breweries i mean uh, liquor stores now so i love alchemist and i've tried a few um i tried another one of their beers uh, earlier this this month called focal banger which is also incredible. So they would be more of a like have one beer and, um, and just enjoy yourself. But I love Alchemist, so they would be up there. Number four for me, this is where you kind of get like the wide range and we're going to hit Massachusetts. One of my favorite breweries in terms of like the wider range of beers they have is Night Shift. You can find that in Everett. I believe they have a couple other breweries. I love Night Shift. I think they do some really... Um, Awesome beers. Obviously, Santilli is one of my favorite brews that they make. But you can—I mean—you go there and they have all sorts of options that you can get. Before the pandemic, they had the food trucks. I think they would be fun because you could get like you know five or six beers there. That would be really cool. Number three is more of a limited offering, and they are located in about the North Shore, I believe, and they're called Lord Lord Hobo. And they have the boom sauce and the double boom and all their different IPAs. Again, more on the heavy side um, in terms of what they offer in terms of beer. Um, but they're cool. Like I, I met their brew- the brewmasters there. You know, they're just like the typical brewmasters, the guys with the big beards and everything like that. Um, very cool beer company. Very small. But their boom sauce is one of the best IPAs I've ever had. Number two 
And people are going to get mad. I think number one and two, number two could cause a lot of derision between people out there that like their beer. I'm going to put number two as Trillium. Uh, Trillium, many people believe, is the greatest beer company in the United States. Um, some people have said that. Um, they Again, just like Night Shift, I think they have, uh, of any of the beer companies that I put on here, the most diverse uh, beer selection you can find. It's not just IPAs. You know, they've got all sorts of funky things. Every time you go to Trillium, you're gonna you're guaranteed to find a different kind of beer, and and one that's gonna like tantalize your um your taste buds. I've never really tried a you know beer that's just like, oh that tastes like this. It's everything is different. So Trillium for me goes at number two, and my favorite beer company is 25 minutes from my house, which is a bad thing. And it's a little expensive when you buy the beers there now, but I don't really care. It's Treehouse. Treehouse Brewing Company, I mean, if you want to make BC a go-to place, you put Trillium or Treehouse up there, people who don't even care about football will go because Treehouse is like a religion around here. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're juicy IPAs, and they've got a million green, Julius. I mean, everything you try there, I feel like, is something different, but... You know, it falls along that hazy, really rich New England IPA. They're a beer company unlike anything I've ever tried. If you have not tried Treehouse Brewing Company, you got to check them out. And I would, I mean, if they got them at an alumni stadium, you're going you're gonna to see like a 15% uptick in, in uh, season tickets. As some people are just going to go there to hit Treehouse because when, you know, the Treehouse is in Charlton, Mass., which is like 20 minutes west of Worcester. If you go there to that brewing company pre-pandemic, um, the lines are like hours long just to get beer. And that doesn't mean – I mean and that could be just draft beers like before where you could just get a glass of beer or a pint of beer. Or if you wanted to get a 12-rack and some people buy like hundreds of cans of it, the, uh, the lines are nuts. Now with the pandemic, the lines are a lot shorter. But Treehouse, if you have not checked them out, they are one of my favorites. So this is AJ Black. I got to cut this out because I could talk about beers all night long. That was just a fun little segment, a little something different. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. This is AJ Black. Uh, I am the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. Uh, this weekend, we have BC Baseball. We'll be back again on Monday, hopefully with some news and some other things that we can chat about. Hope you have a great weekend, everyone. Hopefully the weather stays nice, and we'll see you all again soon. Take care.